Welcome to Ladies Who Launch, not your average business podcast. Dropping every other Wednesday, Alyssa and Dakota are two successful and opinionated marketing entrepreneurs engaging in insightful conversations with industry thought leaders, as well as casual conversations surrounding our lives as entrepreneurs. Welcome back to Ladies Who Launch. It uh, is uh, already September and I don't think Dakota and I can even believe it's already September. But uh, we are back on Zoom this week because Dakota was uh, lucky enough to have a nice holiday. So maybe she'll tell us a little bit about that later. So she's on vacation. So we are on Zoom. But uh, how's everything going? How's how's vacay? What's What's going on? Vacay is really good, Alyssa. Thank you for asking. I'm out. Uh, I was out in Nelson for a couple of days and now I'm just in Fernie with some friends. I do have to apologize that there are other people here, including dogs. So if you hear little tap taps on the, on the floor um, and a noise, that's just, I'm just doing this remotely. So I apologize for that. But anyway, yeah, no, we've been mountain biking and I tried mountain biking for the first time and I'm absolutely in love with it. Uh, if I ever decide to get into it, it's going to wreak havoc on my bank account, but and probably my body. <laughs> I have so many bruises, but it's so much fun. Um, and other than that, yeah, just doing that and hiking a lot, and it's been a good vacation of like exercise and relaxation. So that's awesome. You know, I think this year has been so weird for everybody and so stressful. It's uh, it's nice to be able to take time just to, to get away from from our, uh, from the business. And I think that we were talking about that in our last episode, right. Uh, in terms of making sure we take the time to travel. Cause that's kind of the reason why we are entrepreneurs after all. But uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, the importance of your personal brand reflecting your business brand and, uh, getting into a little bit about how to be professional and a professional entrepreneur and, uh, your, your outward your outward uh, brand um, affects what people and your clients think about you and your um, company brand. But uh, I'm going to let uh, Dakota take it off because you have a bit of a lady rant this week. Yes, I do, Alyssa. So my lady rant of the week has to do with Facebook and its new interface. Alyssa, have you seen this yet? It's the worst. And especially for business accounts, it's the worst. They really mucked this up. Like, so first of all, one of the things that my team and I are facing is we can't see most of our notifications anymore. So when we go to do our engagement with our with our our clients' accounts, their business accounts, you can't open up anything. You can only open up certain um, types of like likes and reactions and comments, but. If you wanted to like like when somebody shared your post or if they checked in at your location or you wanted to respond to that in some manner, you can't like anymore. We can't figure it out. We've I've even um, talked to some of my more geeky friends who like work closely with Facebook and they they're even like stumped. And then I just find it's just so slow. Like I posted a video this morning and it took quantum leaps longer than it normally does. Um, and I also just find that like. Every day, at least twice a day, I get an error message that posts can't be posted. Like it's just god awful. So Facebook, get it together. It's really bad. And uh, I uh, so on the mobile version. So when you're on your phone, your the photos 
selection to look at your photo albums and stuff does not show up. It's only on the desktop. So if you're on your mobile device, you can't actually access your photos, like your uploads and stuff on your account, which is totally insane. And then I've also, and I haven't delved into this too much because I haven't done any uh, direct client work yet, but I've heard that getting into the Facebook ads manager and your business manager account is is absolutely brutal. Like it's completely changed in terms of actually how you manage multiple accounts on the back end of Facebook. Now, if you don't, people who don't have multiple accounts that they're managing on Facebook and you don't use Facebook ads, ads manager, you wouldn't know, but I heard, um, there was a ton of social media managers complaining about this on Twitter the other day that they can't, they can't actually manage their, their accounts. It's crazy. Yeah, my I found the ad manager to be okay. Um, however, I haven't onboarded a new client in a bit, so we'll have to see what that's going to be like. But that's brutal. Facebook, in and of itself, I I find for as progressive as it is, and sometimes I don't like to complain because it is a free platform that we get to advertise on. Obviously, we pay a lot of money to advertise on it here and there, but it's it's probably the cheapest way of advertising to date right now, currently. Um, either way though, like some of the things and hoops you have to jump through to get things done are just ridiculous. Um, and yeah, that's my rant. I I don't like, I like the way the new interface looks. I just think it's got a lot of bugs and doesn't work very well. So hopefully they get that because it's, it's always stressful when you go to do your job and then the technology that you need to do it is not working. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And they're going to do it. Yeah. And since um, Facebook's taken over Instagram, Instagram's also become a bit of a nightmare. And um, the algorithm of of Instagram is really difficult. Um, Anybody who's a small business owner knows that they've basically set up the algorithm on Instagram so that you have to buy ads. They won't show your posts anymore because they want you to purchase ads. And I mean, whatever it's a big Mark Zuckerberg clearly knows more about this than we do, but it's become, it's become more difficult from a business perspective to organically grow uh, channels on social media, especially Facebook and Instagram these days because of how they have sort of set it up to ensure that you have to buy ads. And that's a whole other podcast conversation, but yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a cumbersome upgrade that they've made regardless. Anyway, I think this topic of personal and and professional brand came up through a conversation that Dakota and I were having about seeing colleagues and seeing sort of social media influencers um, portraying a role or portraying a, a, a an illusion online that they don't actually they aren't actually in person and i think through the through both of us having been in business for ourselves for um, a number of years now i think we've both grown in how we have changed our brands both personally and professionally to better cohesively reflect ourselves and our values and I think um, it's a conversation that 
needs to be had with with whether you're a, a new entrepreneur or an like a person who's been working for 20 years and how and why it's important to ensure that you're not different in person versus what you portray online. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and I think too let's just call it in 2020 we've all gone through a severe identity crisis. <laughs> I think. I mean, maybe most of us have. I th- I know for myself, I thought I had very clearly defined goals about what I wanted to do with my business, what I wanted to like, how I wanted to live my life, who I wanted to be in the world, um, and that has completely, for lack of a better word, <laughs> pivoted this year. Um, so just making sure that your true self and persona and brand is being reflected. Um, is super important. So Alyssa, why don't you kick that off with what does it mean to have a personal brand and, and why is that important? And why is that, why is that not fluffy? Why is it actually important? Because a lot of the time I know when I talk about this in presentations, uh, especially to professionals, sometimes they'll be like, what do you mean my personal brand? That's so fluffy. Like, what does that mean? And then I explain why your personal brand is directly attached to your the brand of your business and so on. So Alyssa, this is definitely your more your cup of tea. So why don't you dive into that a little bit? Well, it's interesting. I um, I've gotten more in tune to understanding the connection um, because a friend of mine, Kristen Dick, owns a um, a company called Avro Creative, and she specializes in personal branding. And she tells a story of how she came into when in, into that. Um, into that um, field, so to speak, oh, when she was working corporately, um, she'd applied for a few promotions and her boss, when she didn't get the promotion, her boss had said, well, no one, no one knows what you do. Like, you don't like, you're kind of invisible. And that led her to sort of do a whole self reassessment of who she was and what she was presenting, even corporately to have been sort of passed over for, for promotions and not getting the credit for work that she had done because she sort of made herself invisible. So when I went out on my own, um, myself as a person, I have very, like very noticeable brand identifiers as me, um, as Alyssa in terms of being, um, outspoken and I have very, um, a, very big opinions on things and all that sort of stuff and how that, how those values and those um, brand identifiers as Alyssa found themselves into my consultancy and how I have sort of navigated this in the last five years of being out on my own is my business is a reflection of me and vice versa. And I'm a reflection of my business. So for I'm going to use an example that I'm a vegetarian and, and that means something to me as being a vegetarian. So as a business, I would not be pitching to get work from the Canadian beef council or Alberta beef or anything like that, because for myself, 
as a vegetarian, A, it's not really helpful to them because what do I know about eating meat and, 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 and grilling a steak on the grill? So I couldn't really tell their story very well, but it also goes against my personal values in terms of um, um, being able to, to I, I feel differently about eating meat than, than most people would. So the, the, the connection between my personal value and my business comes into play there in terms of who I choose to work with and why I choose to work with them. And so I don't think you should have to put your own personal values and um, personal uh, views on things aside in order to do your work. And that's sort of where I connect those two dots. And I say this a lot to um, PR students when I do um, when I do presentations to, to, to students, I always say that who you are as a person is what people see of you in your work. So you can't change those things. And so if you want to be respected and you want to be seen as a leader, you have to be those things as yourself before you can be those in your business. I completely agree, Alyssa, and that was very well said. Um, I think part of my issue, and we talked about this in our last episode, with influencers, um, and actually, it's a smaller issue because a lot of them are very good about this. They 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 absolutely must have a correlation with of who they are with their with their brand because they're they're the living and breathing aspect of their brand. But yeah, I, I certainly feel that the same the same way as Alyssa. You, sh- you should absolutely show up 100% authentic always within your business, whether you're working for someone else or yourself. Um, because if you don't, then A, you're probably not going to be enjoying the work. You're probably going to resent it. B, you're not being authentic, which as a human being is super important in, in every relationship you have. And C... You're you're kind of faking your way through life, which isn't really accepted by anybody. And I would argue that the way the world, the, the way that the world is going, um, we're looking for more authentic connections. We're looking for more emotional connections, um, especially after a year like this year. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't want the salesy in your face. We want the storytelling. We want the organic. We want the grassroots. Um, all cliche words, my goodness. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I think the first step to showing up as yourself authentically really is in sitting down and trying to understand, going back to basic communications fundamentals. What is what is your mission? Like, what's your personal mission in life? And and then if you're starting a business or even working for somebody else, what's your mission within that role? or that business that you're trying to start? And what's your vision for that mission? And what are the values behind that vision and that mission? Um, and kind of coming up with an understanding of what are you going, what are you setting out to do and who are you setting out to do it for? And how is it going to fulfill you? Um, and I would argue that the, the piece about how is it going to fulfill you, especially if you're opening your own shop or business, is the most important piece. Um, because I know that when I chose to do what I do, I definitely thought to myself, well, do I love doing this? Cause I'm going to be doing it all the time, every day, you know, 
sometimes 60 to 70 hours a week if we're busy and, and lucky enough to be that busy. Um, and I, I can honestly tell you that you know 90% of the time, I love my job. There is that 10% that sometimes is tough. But for 90% of the time, I love who I work with. I love my job. And I am living my vision and mission for social centric. So that would be my two piece, my piece on that. So. And I think that's a really great point. And I think, um, especially when we're growing a business and you're the face of your business, it's important that you love what you do and you're working with the people that you want to be working with. And I think, um, from my perspective, when I first went out on my own, um, I had a very corporate sort of feel because that's what I had that's what I had come from, right? And you sort of um I I looked at my business um from a lens of um making money and this is what we're all here to do. And over the years that has shifted quite considerably. And I think it kind of gets back to that whole Simon Sinek idea of finding your why and why you're doing what you're doing. And um, for me, obviously making money is great because you we all have mortgages and things like that. But I don't get up every morning and look at like my bank statements or or the cash register or whatever it is. I mean, I have a bigger um, vision and, and idea for my business in terms of um, it being becoming eventually a, a social enterprise where my business profits go back into um, a nonprofit and um, a social good. That's sort of how I envision my business in terms of a growth period. So that affected me as Alyssa because I then realized I don't have to put on this like corporate image that I had at work every day, I can just be me and I can wear jeans and be comfortable and all those sorts of things. Cause that's just me anyway. Like I don't feel I have to get gussied up to go meet clients and all that sort of thing and put on some sort of corporate act, which is always what I felt I was doing at work every day. Cause I'm like, this is my thing. I can show up as authentically me. And that means like, um, jeans and boobies and whatever. And I got rid of a lot of my business clothes and that seemed to be a big relief. It sort of opened up a whole new world for me that like getting rid of all the stuff in my closet that was sort of like feeling that I was being closed in by, I suddenly was like, no, I can just be me. I don't have to put on an act. I don't have to like pretend to go in and be this like executive and CEO and whatever sort of idea that I was playing in my head that I needed to do. I'm like, no, I, I am what I am. And it's funny in five years, I've never had one client. I mean, obviously I don't show up like how I am now in a messy bun and like no makeup, but I mean, I've never had a client be like, Oh, why aren't you wearing a suit jacket? Because no one cares. Yeah, exactly. Well, and how wonderful, I think about this all the time. How wonderful is it that we can authentically show up as ourselves these days more than we ever could in the past? I know that, oh my God, 11 years ago when I worked for uh, a local Cal- uh, local Calgary-based law firm, quite a large law firm, I remember I was told like, you have a uniform here. You've got to be in a, a black or gray pencil skirt and 
uh, suit jacket and you have to, no matter what, be wearing either black or tan nylons. And I just remember thinking to myself, I hate tan nylons. I feel like I'm 90 and it's awful. And like, what is this? And I just, I hated every minute of it. And I just, I wasn't at all myself at that job. Um, even in my previous jobs in the agency and in nonprofit, like it's been a little more lax about, you know, business casual, like you can show up in a suit jacket and jeans, but you can like, you can be fashionable. You can let your personality shine through. Right. That said though, I do want to point out that Alyssa and I had a conversation, um, a couple of weeks ago about taking that fashion choice a little too far. Both of us, you know, have had, um, situations where sure we had to maybe show up to a meeting because it was last minute or something. I know for me, like I'm a long distance runner. So I've had to show up to meetings in the summertime and even the wintertime, sometimes in my running gear, but I'll always make an effort to like, make sure on maybe some like studs in my ears. And I've got like some, a little bit of makeup going on. So I don't look like a total wreck. And I, you know, I've got like obviously deodorant on and I'm not showing up after a run. Do you know what I mean? So, so there's always those, those, you know, sometimes, um, situations where you have like no choice. And I know my clients don't really care either, but I've had things happen. And I'm going to let Alyssa chime in here where like, I've seen people show up to meetings in like, what looks like pajamas or like totally unkempt. And, and then like, they just act accordingly. Like they don't act professional. And I just want to point out that although we are in more of a relaxed environment, that is not okay. Which leads me into... <laughs> I want to uh, give give the mic over to Alyssa here because she's got some comments. On. Oh yeah, the you do as a person and a professional have to exude a level of care. I mean, you don't in any way, shape, or form want anyone to think that you literally are just phoning it in because that if you can't take the time to at least present yourself in a professional manner, no one's going to take you seriously. Now I have issue with, um, this sort of mentality of, um, grubby culture, so to speak, in terms of like you were saying, like wearing pajamas to Walmart or like, I've seen people wearing pajamas on air, air, on, um, airlines. I can't even say the word cause it's been so long since I've been on an airplane, but that's a whole other thing. But I've seen people wearing pajamas on airplanes. Um, and it's just this level of, I don't care and I don't care about myself and I don't care about anybody around me. So I will say that, um, I have been, I mean, I'm always in the position where I'm looking for subcontractors, whether it's photographers, writers, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we do that that as part of our, um, our business. So I'm always, if I'm getting solicited by email or anything like that, where people are sending me, um, information that they, this is what they do and they like to work with me, yada, yada, yada. And great. So we can either meet back in the day, used to meet for coffee. Now it's a zoom meeting, but if I get on a zoom meeting, with you, we'll just use Zoom as an example because everyone thinks that now that we're on Zoom, you could just be whatever, and that isn't really true either. So 
And you look like you literally rolled out of bed to talk to me about getting work from me. Um, This isn't going to end well because I have no time for that. And if you look like you didn't put in any effort to want to meet with me and you're pitching me for work, um, no, no, that's just not going to work. Now, in fairness, Dakota and I right now are both looking like we rolled out of bed, but we know one another and this is not a business meeting. <laughs> it's a podcast meeting. <laughs> we've all just taken, especially in this time, like because everyone's at home, we've taken the the casual to um, way, way, way too far. And I think there needs, still needs to be an expectation of professionalism a little bit. Um, but aside from clothes, like, I mean, that's one thing that, that in terms of presenting a professional image of yourself as a brand, there's also how you act and how you speak and, how, and who you choose to be seen with. And I know this seems very um, like teenage movie or something, like we're all in grade 10. But I will say that um, in this climate, and I see it a lot on social media and where businesses And I'm just going to use, I'll use a local business as an example. I won't name them, but I'll just use this scenario of what happened. Um, This business chose to vent about the current situation and their beefs around what was or wasn't happening to support small business and yada, yada, yada on their business page of social media. Now people obviously jumped onto this and were like, are you insane? You're using your business page as a, as a personal rant form, like go, go use your own platform. But actually I was interested, I was thinking about it after. And I was like, besides the fact of that, that's just bad and inappropriate from business practice and that people then can choose to not come to your business. I also thought after the fact of when people were saying to them, like, go use your own platform. You can't really do that either because you still are representative of the business. So if you are known as the business owner, um, even going to rant in sort of an unhinged sort of crazy way on your own platforms also isn't appropriate. So The point that I'm trying to make is that your personal reputation is reflected no matter where you are or what you're doing or what you're saying. So you can have opinions and you can voice your displeasure and you can be a citizen um, and have um, strict values and and, and things that you adhere to as a person because we're all people and you can voice those and you can um, choose to work with people as you wish. Like, as I said, as a vegetarian, I'm not going to go work for the beef council because that's ridiculous and on both parts, but that doesn't mean that I can be, that I have to be silent about animal abuse or, or not tell people I am vegetarian because there's something that, that I should be shamed of that of some sort. So the point I'm trying to make in sort of this long-winded answer is that you can, as a business owner, have clear 
public opinions on things. It's all in the manner in which you say them and how you present them. So don't feel that as a business owner that, oh my God, I can't, I can't be seen talking about politics or that I'm a feminist or that like I, I support Black Lives Matter or that I'm a person of color and, and that matters in my business and who I choose. Like all of those things who make you, that make you up as a person are reflected in your business and you have every right to present those things. It's all in the matter in how it's presented. So unhinged, crazy, cuckoo conspiracy theories and post, like you posting that on social media isn't going to help your business. A hundred percent. And I'm going to wrap this up by just saying too, that the way you talk to people and the way that you react to things is also super important. Um, A couple of years ago, I reposted a photo from a local influencer. I, I don't even want to call them an influencer. I don't really know what they did, but I reposted from an account that I had a relationship with that I was told I could repost anything I wanted because the client I was working with correlated directly with the, the page. And basically what happened was this person messaged me and was like, are you going to pay for that? And that was their response to my sharing their photo to thousands of people and giving them credit. And it was, are you going to pay for that? And I, I understood where they were coming from. But at the same point, I was like, first of all, know your relationship with the, with the page you're working with because they've given permission for this to happen. And secondly, is that how you're going to talk to me? And we ended up getting into this whole conversation about what had happened. And I even was like, listen, like, you know, I'm sure you don't want unsolicited advice, but I'm going to give it to you anyway, because I'm, I've clearly been in the game a lot longer than you have. If you are going to talk to people like that, you're going to burn bridges really quickly. And they were like, no, no, I can talk to people however I want. And I was like, great. Well, I'm never working with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. But with that said, yeah, just, uh, you know, we're in lax times right now. So just don't forget yourself um, in terms of how you're showing up in every single way. Yes. And making sure that what you're presenting as yourself reflects your business and that you're not trying to present your business differently than who you are as yourself, because that's an untenable and position to be in and your business and your, you won't be successful in that endeavor. So as we wrap that up, I think um, this was an interesting episode and it's something that Dakota and I have talked about um, numerous times. Uh, and I think uh, probably people have a lot of opinions on it. So if you do have any thoughts or questions or you want to tell us that we're totally wrong and what we're saying, feel free to uh, DM us on uh, Instagram at ladieswholaunch.yyc or send us an email at ladieswholaunchpod at gmail.com. And uh, we're happy to continue the conversation. And if you have any questions, um, we may use them in an episode. Um, coming up. So I hope everyone has a great week and we will catch you uh, at the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode. 